Hello and welcome to the Rev It Up Podcast, helping entrepreneurs fill up their tanks, crank up the RPMs, and put the pedal to the metal until they cross that finish line. Hello, I'm Jess Tiffany. Ready, set, go. Hey everybody, thank you and welcome to the podcast today. Today we have an awesome special guest. Carlos Secura is an author, success speaker, business acceleration strategist, investor, and movement maker on a mission to make poverty history. One of his superpowers is human behavior and marketing. Uh, he has mentored CEOs around the globe from startups to Fortune 100 companies such as Xfinity, uh, formerly known as Comcast, sells over a billion dollars of services between himself and the people he has trained. Tony Robbins himself says on record, if there is one person in the world to give him a run for his money, it's Carlos Sequeira. All right, Carlos, are you there? Where are you at? Oh! It's about to go! Down. What's up, my brother? I got the boom box. We're going to have a great time. <laughs> What's up, brother Tess? What is happening? <laughs> oh, man, it's exciting to be here with you today. I tell you what, I love the, if for those that are listening to us on the podcast, you've got a green shirt on and cool background and, and blends into the background. It looks like his head's blowing. It's pretty sweet. Uh, so uh, check it out on YouTube if, uh, if you want to see it. It's pretty hilarious. <laughs> oh, man. I call myself, I'm hiding the belly. You know, you know uh, one of my, I have a lot of uh, business partners around the world, you know, and then we all call ourselves like superhero names. I am the overweight Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> and, no, and you know, the craziest part, right, bro? I do this when I go on the stage. You know, when I speak around the world and I, I, I do like crazy stuff. Because if you think about it, right? One thing that I wanted the audience to think about here right now, what is something that you can do right now to disrupt your entire marketplace that your competitors don't do, mm -hmm. can't do, and will not think of doing? Right on. Yep. And when you ask that question, Tess, your mind gets creative. You know what I mean? It's like you start exploring. I'm like, okay, what is something that I can do that's different? If I'm going to be speaking at this event, okay, if they come in from the stage, from the backstage, uh, I'm going to come from the front and I will do something totally crazy that the people are going to be like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> like a few years ago, I spoke at the Oscars and for you guys that cannot see me, I'm 350 pounds, six, five, <laughs> you know, and I roll up, everybody coming on the Oscars, typically people come from the backstage, you know, they're all pretty and dressed. I did what I did. I roll up on a pink bicycle for a little girl. And I have this sombrero on my head and I had bread to attach to my bicycle because I used to sell bread as a kid in the hood in Brazil growing up. Oh, wow. And what I did is I roll up from the front of the building on that bicycle and then playing some music and it was chaos. Everybody was like, ah! and they're like, who the heck is that person? <laughs> Nobody ever knew about, about myself. And here's another teaching moment. The unknown person in the room has the greatest leverage mm. because they don't know your story. They don't know your background. They don't know what you are coming from, my friend. So if you are listening to me right now or watching us, I want you to think something. Never underestimate what you can do in a month, in a, in a year, in a decade. Never underestimate. It doesn't matter if you have to go on the stage after Gary Vee or Tony Robbins or a freaking whoever the heck it is. 
they don't know your story. Right you on. feel me? So it's all about being disruptive. Yes. Disrupting the status quo, doing the stuff that nobody else can think about doing it, and just go and doing it. At the end of the day, who cares what they're going to say? It's always going to be somebody that's going to say something mean. It's always going to be somebody that's going to say something crazy. I have this thing that I call the SW4, right? Uh -huh. Some will, some won't. So what? Someone is waiting to hear your message. Let's go, baby. <laughs> awesome. So how, how, how did you get uh, go from the bicycle selling bread into, uh, you know, into riding into the Oscars there? <laughs> man, it's a crazy like? story, brother. Sorry. It's a crazy story, brother Tess, man. You see, a lot, a lot of struggle, brother. You know, I always tell people, man, it's never about the glory. It's always about the story. Mm. You know, uh, my father died in a car explosion. I was a baby. Oh, my goodness. My stepfather was murdered. Wow. I was physically abused and tortured when I was a kid. Wow. I seen death way more often than most people would ever see in their entire lifetime, mm -hmm. even if they live in danger areas. Yeah. So I see a lot of things that I don't want, no longer want other kids to see it. One of my favorite things in the words that, um, from the Bible is let there be light. Mm -hmm. So I want to be the light that I wanted to see in others. And I have to sell bread when I was a kid to help my widow mom. Because I wanted to stop the abuse that she was enduring, I was enduring, my grandma, that oh. I also called mom. Yeah. And I just, it gets to a point, guys, where enough is just enough. Where, you know, if you guys listen to me right now, if you go into some struggle, and if it's difficult, you know, I talk about this quite often. And if there is this huge Goliath right now in front of you, don't let the Goliath, you know, make you feel fearful and afraid because God is just reminding you to awaken the David within you. Nice. We all have that little David inside of us, just awaiting to be awakened, waiting for that one moment in life. And that was my moment, man, seeing all that suffering, the struggle as a children, as a kid, that we now growing up in Brazil. And I just got to that point, bro, that I was like, enough is enough. And I asked my mom to, you know, make more bread. And so I wanted to help. And then I started selling bread as a kid. And I started, I, saw him, uh, I started learning sales and marketing from a very young age. Mm -hmm. That's one thing that I can challenge every single person listening to us over here right now is to master sales and marketing or delegate that to someone for your business. Because sales and marketing is your twin tickets to freedom. And I used to do in a way, bro, that was very entertaining, which is something that I always tell and I speak on stages and I speak in masterminds and private events around the world. When I ask people, is your brand boring or entertaining? <laughs> when you are teaching, when you are speaking, can you transfer that love and the energy and the vibrancy through the camera? Yeah. Because I don't want them just to learn and just to, just to listen. I want it to become lasting change. I want them to pick it up what they learn, something tangible, go apply it, go get an immediate result. Not in a month, not in a year, not like, you know, like a lot of people out there, they sell courses or they have those masterminds teaching people how to make money, but they don't make money other than selling those courses and those events, which drives me nuts. You know, I hate that stuff. And, and I always tell people, walk the talk, show, show people, what like, you know, be like so unique. Here's something that I want you guys to write it down. Very powerful nine words, right? Which is to, to stand out 
and to get results faster, which is, as I go back when I was a little kid, I always done that, which is one, first three words, tell your story. Always is starting telling your story. <laughs> because people didn't want to hear, oh, I, my name is Carlos, and I sold over a billion dollars for Fortune 100 companies, and I trained thousands of people, and blah, blah, blah. And nobody cares. What is, they, they don't care. That's my past. Oh, that's cute. I like to talk to my billionaire friends. Hashtag, that's cute. You know, I tell them, what is in it for you? What is in it for your clients? That's what you have to think about. You know, people listen to us right now. If you wanted to stand out and if you want to become that person of value in your niche, do what no one else does. Give way more than what you take. Add way more value to every single person in your industry than anyone else. And as I look back at that as a little boy, bro, that I start doing that unconsciously, not knowing what I know now, which was one, telling your story. Two, sharing your results. Mm. And three, showing your systems. Nice. People, like, see, don't sell, show. People don't like to being sold. People love to buy, they hate to being sold. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? But by you applying those nine key and words and elements, they're very powerful. Just remember those three things. Tell your story, show your results, share your systems. Some people say sell your system. No, no, no. Share it. Share it. It's a big distinguish sharing your systems versus selling your systems. Okay. When you are sharing, you see what I'm saying? So I used to do that as a little boy. I would tell stories. I would do stuff that was crazy. <laughs> I, would, I would park up by my bicycle, right? You know, I remember this right? <laughs> as if, think about it right now, guys. Your ideal avatar. Everybody's on social media. Right? That's when your next client that's gonna help you pay your rent, pay your bills, uh, give it back to your causes. They are right now on social. My ideal avatars was at the bus stop at six o'clock in the morning, getting ready to hop on a bus in 1990 in the hood in Brazil. So now I have all these little boys with me that were also selling stuff. And I was like, shit, how am I gonna get their attention? You probably are thinking right now, you, let's say if you are not selling, if you are not growing your business, it's because you are not capturing the attention of your marketplace. So now, in my mind, I was like, man, what am I going to do to get their attention? I'm seven years old. I'm all messed up in the head, you know, dealing with all this evil shit. No father figure, no role model. I was like, damn. But then I was like, you know what? I'm going to go down, might as well go in style. You know, I'm not going to take and wait a while for the devil to come and take me. I'm just going to do something totally uncomfortable. <laughs> Best advice ever, guys. Do something uncomfortable every day, consciously. Consciously put yourself into an uncomfortable situation and stretch that, that your mind, that mental, you know, toughness, because it works. So what I would do, Tess, I would park the bicycle, I will get out and I will hold on to a shirt in my hand or a flag and I will go make a sound like this. Yeah, it's a whistle in my mouth and it's invisible. And I go, Brad, Brad, I got the best bread in town, ladies and gentlemen. You eat this bread and you're going to feel amazing. You eat this bread and it doesn't matter if you're about to hop on a bus with 50 other people who are sweating and it's smelly and you're going to go two hours to get to downtown to go to your job. You're going to feel awesome with this bread in your belly. And I was chubby. So I would say those words 
I would say it like, like I'm telling you guys now, I would make movements, you know, I would use my hand. So not knowing what I know now, I was already using every sub-modality of presenting and talking about my product, which was the bread. And you know what I mean? And I only had a small window to do it because I had to sell before they hop on a bus to go to work. And some people, they will take like one or two buses and they will go like an hour or two hours to get to work because of traffic, it's far away. So I will go, I knew where they were going to be. And also I would go to the cashing places when they're going to go cash their check wow. on the 31st. Yeah. So always, so I learned locations and being disruptive from a very young age. And as I teach and as I go back in time, it was all about you know, how are you being entertaining or boring with your brand? Right. Number two was like consistency, right? Always being consistent and always educating to dominate. Mm. Always being the person of value to the point where I start showing my friends now that will sell their products alongside me because they're like, dude, you sold those bread. So then I would help them sell their products. Then they would give me an override. And now I start seeing the power of helping more people getting what they want. It will help me get what I want, live the hood faster, help my mom. And that kind of got me out of the hood to make it to America. 11 years later, selling bread, helping other people. Then we come to America with $800 in our pocket. And then over here in America, and I talk about this in my book called Work Like an Immigrant crazy book nice. this thing is like <laughs> alive and i talk about some crazy stories like going on the streets i'll go in the hood i would recruit criminals and gangsters and i would convert them into civilians so they will go we all will go door to door selling cable and then the same thing i would teach them look share your stories show results you know what i mean and, and, and uh, share your systems <laughs> it goes back I man the principle works from any industry right you because at the end of the day you know like people they are buying you you know what I mean? They're not buying the product. A lot of people sell bread. A lot of people sell consulting. A lot of people speak on stages. A lot of people does branding. You know what I mean? A lot of people does, let's say, uh, 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 industry that's so busy. Uh, so uh, uh, let's say health coaching, right? It's a big industry, like real estate, insurance, all those industries, they extremely, so many people. But a lot of people does that. But if you are being different, if you are being entertaining, you are sharing your story, you are sharing your results and sharing your systems, game over. You will become that person and you will get the call to be interviewed on awesome podcasts like yours. You get the call to be on TV shows. Eventually you get your coach to speak at the Oscars and you become friends with celebrities. Like I was telling you before I came here today, uh, I was on a call with a big Emmy nominee producer. They want to do something, you know, but I, so I cannot share yet. So, you know, but eventually you start getting the calls that long time ago, it was just a dream. But it all, all because it ties with whatever it pisses me off. When I was a kid, was living the hood, ending hunger. Now my mission is to make poverty history. No kids should die out of hunger anymore. You feel me? That we can, uh, so much money to be made. It's about educating others, separating ourselves from the pack. That's why I love doing podcasts like this and sharing my message so that we can challenge people and help others so that we can help more people. It's a long answer to answer that question, but. <laughs> Great. No, I love it. So, yeah, so like my uh, kind of a, my, my, my daughters, they're doing fundraising for their um, American Heritage Girls. It's a Christian girl scouting organization to basically, essentially. And um, 
but anyway, we were selling outside of like uh, Sam's club and you know, all, all these other people like, Oh, it doesn't work that good. And they, you know, we don't make much or whatever. And so I'm like, well, you just, they're just sitting there. They're not doing anything. Then I mean, a few of them will say, Hey, do you want to buy some whatever? But I, I got my daughters up there basically singing a song that says, you know, Hey, you want to buy some chocolate or whatever in, in kind of in song form. And uh, we just, I mean, we were just raking in the, the sales and, and, uh, and the uh and donations the donations actually were more than the sales from 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 uh selling the product so uh i love that it was just uh you know it was that taking that extra step and like you know breaking up the momentum of the day because people are just like cruising out the store they don't even they, they see somebody selling something they just they put it up the blinders and just go right past and 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 by disrupting their flow and going Hey, you know, or whatever, you know, uh, it just was enough to get them to look over and then the girls are cute and sing their little tune and the girl, they're like, Oh, well, I don't need any chocolate today, but I'll give you a couple bucks or, you know, whatever. And it's just, uh, it was amazing the transformation from what other girls were doing and not making much at those things to what we did, um, just by taking that little, you know, taking them out of their comfort zone a little bit, kind of like you said, with, uh, with uh, what you were doing as a kid there, you know, yelling and doing whistling stuff. So, and it's, you see, and it's always, I love that, brother. I love that. You know what I mean? Now, how old are your daughters? Uh, 13, 10, and 7. That's awesome. I have an eight year old and she's a character. She's also speak on stages with me. She oh, speaks wow. against, she talks about mental toughness and bullying. <laughs> she's a character. But, but you know, it, it's funny you say that because what you just described there, it's like the two millimeter rule, right? When you, people that pay golf, uh, you make, if you hit two millimeters to the right or to the left, the ball's going to go 100 to 200 yards off course. Yeah. Same thing. You guys made a small adjustment. And this applies for any industry, like what you just described, selling chocolate, you know, for a Christian fundraising project outside, whether it's a supermarket, a flea market, anywhere, right? Yeah. Same thing happens in your business. If you guys are already making, let's say, 50 grand or 500 grand a year, to 10x it, it's just a few two millimeter shifts on the way how you're presenting your message, on how you are sharing your story. When you are talking about your product, is it disrupting? Is it entertaining? Mm-hmm. Are you speaking to all sub-modalities of learning on how we consume information? Do you understand your avatars? You know, are they, do they love to hear you? Do they love to see you? Do they love to touch? You know what I mean? It's like you got to understand those things. Because as you understand and you look at your numbers, what is your cost per click or cost for advertising? You know, you got to understand all that because you start making those adjustments game over and you start understanding. One thing that I also always challenge people with this is to start doing this thing that I like to call data mining. Mm-hmm. And I will share with your audience here, one out of 23 multi-million dollar principles that I teach when I speak in private groups and masterminds around the world and this process in data mining is basically, I want you guys to do this for your brand. Think about the last three people test that handle you money. And you guys listen to us right now. Think about the last three people that they handle you money. Uh, let's say if you are a speaker, they invited you to speak at their mastermind or their stage or their corporation to do their annual party or, you know, whatever you sell, whatever product you sell. I don't get yourself something on e-commerce. I want you guys to call back your last three clients and I want you guys to tell them, hey, Mr. Client is, is CEO of company, you know, ABC here. And I'm doing some uh, branding 
experiment and a data mining project for my company. And I would love to ask you this very powerful question that will help me so much, giving me data so that we can help more people. And the question is, I want you guys to write this thing down. And the question is, where in the heart of hearts did you decided to invest time and money in me? One more time, guys. I want you guys to pinpoint it to the millisecond where in the heart of hearts did you decide it financially and emotionally invest time and money in me, in my brand, in buying my products. Because if you can pinpoint it, guys, what do you say when you were on that stage to the exact minute and second, what did you say on the subject of that email? Mm. What do you say? If you were doing an email sequence, yep. was it email sequence number three? And if it was email sequence number three, which sentence inside that email? That's how, you know, I want you guys to think like we are like a Navy SEAL unit and pinpoint it to the millisecond. Because if you can pinpoint it, where did you have them at aha? Now it's game over. You're going to be getting some very priceless data there that you don't have to spend as much now in copywriting, which is something that is, which is the most expensive piece yeah. is copywriting, getting to, to write so that it convert, that it creates a buying frenzy of your products. So what I'm telling you guys here right now is something super powerful that I want you guys to go get this data. And then I want to challenge you guys to start using exactly what they are telling you in your stories, mm. in your email sequence, in your newsletters, in your blogs, start using that because what that will do, it will help you compress the sales cycle from A to Z so that you can get from A to Z faster, from zero to hero faster. Yeah. From that six to seven figures faster. So that's just one out of 23. But this is the most powerful one because this is the first one. You got to, and, and when you do this, all the time. When did you do it, Carlos? All, all the time. time. <laughs> every time you get a client, every couple of months. I was talking to Gary V about this the other day, bro. People, they become so big and they forget where they come from. Sure. You cannot yeah. forget where you come from. You yeah. cannot forget the hood. You cannot forget the community. You feel me? The moment that you forget and you become disconnected, oh, no, now I'm just going to hire a bunch of people. Now I'm already worth eight figures and blah, blah, blah. I have a private jet. And no, 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 no. That's when you lose touch. When you think you're too cool for school, like your, your crap doesn't stink, that's when you lose. Yeah. So you have to constantly stay humble, constantly reach out to your community, and you do it. Yeah. You have no idea how much people love it. You know, I was talking to this guy that owns a big winery, very famous, very rich. I said, hey, when's the last time that you pick up the phone and call one of your clients that buys your bottles of wine just to ask him, when did I hand you a hello? I had never done that, Carlos. So I challenge you to do that. Create a, a new wine, bottle that thing, and tell them, yeah, I just create a new collection and then charge 10 times more for that. And then call that person and ask them, oh, by the way, I got a new line. I have this special one. It's a collections only item, blah, blah, blah. And, and, then, and then you're going to tell them, you're just kidding. Because I want you to try it to see what I'm telling you. And then he did it. He's like, Carlos, you wanted to buy it. I didn't even have it. I say, I know. <laughs> because they're not used to, to have you, the CEO of the company, picking up the phone and calling somebody and to collect that data, imagine how your client would feel. Oh, my God, I just got a call today from the CEO of this company asking me a, a survey question to, you know, to gain in some knowledge. It's the smaller things, guys. It's the smaller stuff. 
because that person will talk about on social media. That person can be like, what? You got a call from what? Asking you what question? You see what I'm saying? It's the little stuff there. So hopefully that, that you guys read out. I'll pray that you guys do this because this will help so many people here right now collecting this data and go and apply it. Yeah. When I, uh, when I advise some companies, you know, a lot of times, you know, they, they had, you know, good revenue growth, good revenue growth, and all of a sudden kind of tank, you know, kind of not necessarily tanking, but like kind of leveled off. And a lot of times it's just going back and going, okay, what, what did you do to get there that you're not doing anymore? And it's usually just some, you know, maybe a little nuance or, a, you know, did you, you know, at the end of the conversation, are they asking, you know, did, did you want to, you know, to throw in some, uh, you know, you want, you want to upgrade the fries or whatever, you know, whatever, would you like some fries with that? You know, those little questions sometimes that, that were part of your process, but as you got bigger, you just kind of abandoned it thinking it's not that big of a deal until you see it into your, in your numbers. And then you go back and re, reapply that little, little nuance and all of a sudden the profits go back up and start moving in the right direction again, but. It's powerful, especially when you start counting times thousands of clients and thousands of locations and franchises. This thing, it can pick up. Like, for example, you are in the book industry. You know, one advice that I always tell people about books is that go look at the top 10 people, in influencers in your, in, your, in your niche. Look at their five-star reviews and their one-star reviews. It gives you so much data. Mm. There's another strategy over here when it comes to data mining. Yeah. It gives you a lot of data there because when somebody writes a one star or five star, they are in a peak emotional state of either happiness or anger. So right. that they are tapping into their subconscious mind. So guess what? Right there, they give you a lot of data. So if you look at those one stars and five stars and you start using that in your stories and your blogs and your conversations, mm. it's also going to help you accelerate getting to profit faster because you're going to shrink the sales cycle. You're speaking, you're hitting directly the subconscious mind. Mm -hmm. So help you guys right now. There, Anybody here that's listening to us, they are having a hard time, whether it's gaining more clients, growing your, your subscribers, uh, making more money, is the, just start applying it. Listen to this again. Take notes. Follow those small, simple strategies. I'm telling you, this is multi-million dollar strategies that I want you guys to apply it and go get some result and then Message me on social media. Go on Instagram uh, at Carlos Inspire. I have about a little bit over 30,000 followers there. Send me a message there. Do a hashtag, you know, make poverty history that you did it. So I know I'll give you a shout. You know what I mean? But it's the little stuff, guys. It's just the little things that will make the biggest difference in your business. So I know we talked um, before uh, a little bit about you doing some stuff with different funnels and, and things like that. Now, do you find that, like, is, is the headline the magic or is it something in the copyright or is it that aha moment that you're talking about with your data mining or what, what, how do you, because uh, I hear about a lot of people that try the funnels and then they think it doesn't work and, and then other people's are making seven figures off of funnels. So what's kind of that little, maybe a couple little key points uh, that somebody might. Uh, yes, no, great. Great, great question. I wish I would have, you know, a couple of hours to go deep because this is such a key topic, but it goes all back to that data mining, right? Because within data mining, we can create, we can, we're going to get that data. Then now we can, based on those responses for your niche, for you, what you guys are selling here. Now you guys can use that on your title of your email, on the body of the email, and then one thing that you guys, that I want to challenge you guys to focus on is to, I like to call flip the sales funnel process. Okay. Be very strategic versus like to do what nobody else does. A lot of people sometimes, you know, like for, I want you guys to understand something here. When you do a funnel, 
if you're gonna go the traditional funnel, and for you guys that cannot see me here right now, they're listening to me, I'm literally imagining me holding a funnel, and each layer of that funnel, if you're gonna put too many funnels within that funnel, you lose 66% every time that you add one more thing in that funnel. Mm. So if they come in there for your book, and then the next thing is like a course, the next thing is like an event, the next thing is like a mastermind, and the last things that you're one on one time, let me tell you something. You're gonna lose 66% each layer. Mm. I'm, in, I'm in this game for a long time. Over 20 years, I'm behind many influencers. I have a bunch of NDAs. I've been on the stages with the biggest and the brightest in the industry. You guys can Google me on social media and you can see it. I don't want to drop any names here. You guys can see it by going on social. My point is that do what nobody else is doing. Because if you're going to go within that funnel and you start laying all kinds of stuff in there, you're going to lose it. It costs you so much time and money to get that client to come into your funnel. Yeah. And then right now, if you guys are not leveraging, make sure that you are, you know, go LinkedIn. LinkedIn is the place to be right now. Stories, posts, lives, LinkedIn, the algorithm is right open. And then even if you're getting them organically to come into your funnel, be very careful not to add 7,000 things in there because each layer of that funnel, you're going to lose it. So I want you guys to be very strategic on that. When you are going to do a funnel, make sure that you are doing your data mining, step one. You know, the stories that you are telling in that funnel, where you are sending them, you know what I mean? When it comes to that CTA, right? So be very strategic with your call to actions. Let's say, for example, right now, I am in the middle of uh, one of the biggest historical um, online lunches in network marketing. And it's the, the funnel is super simple. Free landing pages for life. Up, what is the catch? Up to three landing pages. So when they go to the funnel, the first thing they will see, no credit card required ever. All that they need is a name and an email. Super simple, right? Yep. It's a, it's a software. It's in beta right now as we're speaking. Right now, literally, it's day two. I'm in the middle. I'm one of the influencers. And this is like the biggest and the brightest in the industry. Uh, we are all going live 24-7 for 14 days in this month of October. This wow. is going to be the biggest lunch in history. It's going to be an eight-figure lunch. Why? Because we are keeping it simple, right? We, we listen to what people want. Everybody wish they could go test and use a software that was longer than just a two-week trial for free or longer than just one-month free trial. Don't you agree? Yeah. And most softwares out there, you know, I, can, I, can, I don't want to throw any names over here. Under the, but think about it. Most softwares that you guys are using right now for funnels, for landing pages, for CRMs, to collect your emails, maybe you are doing quizzes, maybe you are doing webinars and automatically webinars, whatever, you are doing content marketing, whatever, anything to do within this industry of uh, uh, the, you know, uh, technology, you know, online education. It's a trillion dollar industry. It is a lot of money to be made. So, but if you if you are doing strategically, we can all eat out of the same pie. So what, what they did was just like brilliant on how we are doing this because we kept it simple. It's one funnel. The objective is here. Up to three free landing pages for life. The catch, up to three. No credit card, just your name, your email. You can go there. Boom. Literally, you can if you think I'm bluffing, you guys go groove with Carlos. Dot com. <laughs> you see what I, what a plug, right? I'm teaching, I'm telling stories, and now I am doing a plug. 
Again, I'm in full disclosure, I am in a free affiliate with them. I'm also, you know, speaking, you know, and with them. I'm friends with the CEO of the company. But and then people go there, test, they, they use it. It's free for life, up to three. If they will use additional features, then right now, because they are in beta, they can they have a one-time lifetime offer that you never, ever, ever have to pay for softwares again in your entire life. Between all, I run an eight-figure consulting company. You know, I was spending about $10,000 a year in softwares between emails and, and calendar, quizzes, content, like videos, all that stuff that we need to operate a successful seven, eight-figure business online. You need software. So instead of me spending that $10,000, now imagine you're paying a grand, 1000 for lifetime, never again have to pay a monthly bill. So you see, you are not selling, you are actually serving. And if, if for anybody here that's afraid to talk about your products, you're not selling, you are serving. And you are doing a discernment if you don't talk about it when you find something great. Yeah. So, and the reason why I got into this was because I, I go overseas a lot and then I go to villages and I look for kids and young teens on the streets who are committing crime and I want to get them out of the streets. So I was like, man, I wish one day I was praying. I'm like, man, brother Jesus, I need something like a software that can, I can, these kids can just go in and get a free landing page, put in their videos, put in their copy, talk about their stories, talk about what they want to do so that they also have a shot and it's starting being part of this online education pie that is so big. It's a trillion dollar industry. So because of that, me searching, I found this software and then I became like, wow, this is great. It's a slam dunk. And then now I'm just part of the whole lunch of the company. But again, I came in just as a client. Hey, I want to use it. I want to give it to the kids. And then they like, no, you are so active talking about this. I became a person of value. And this company now, they value at 50 million. By the time that we are done, like next year, they'll be worth 100, 200 million dollars. But again, I got the call to speak now, to be involved in their lunch and offering advice, only just by being a person of value. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And then they kept the whole funnel simple. So that's how I want you guys to think when you are going to do your funnel, it's a very little friction. It's a very simple, smooth funnel in a way that's adding value in a way that you are serving, in a way that's helping others, and in a way that you have the buy-ins of other influencers, where now they want to talk about your product, yeah. where now they want to promote to their followings. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. So just a couple of things right now. It's a great, great question, great example that I just put over here, and a great plug at the same time. But think about how I did it. You know, add massive value, plug something that's totally free, that's no friction required that everybody can use and can, you know, use it and, and can test it out because now I'm putting my money where my, where my mouth is. Same thing, same ideas for you guys when you guys are putting your funnels and your messages out there. Has to be very little friction. Stay away from all those, you know, buy this, buy this, buy that. No, no, no. It doesn't work. You end up losing your, 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 your crowd. Hey, everybody. Jess here. What if I could help your company find over $100,000 in hidden revenue streams in less than an hour without spending an extra dime on advertising or marketing? Reach out to me at cardzap.thebumpcard.me. Check out the video on five steps to profit and also reach out and we can have a conversation. Thank you. Do you recommend doing like a, like a book or do you like, um, obviously the free software here, 
or do you sometimes have funnels that you're just going straight for a, a you know a, a five thousand dollar mastermind? I mean, what how um, or is that more of a, a later sale that you make? I like I like one on one. You see, uh, before COVID, what I would do, I would throw uh, mega events like secret parties. I would rent a mansion, and then I would bring in twenty people. People would pay like anywhere from three to five grand each. I would sell out within twenty four hours because I would make exclusive. And I would do them quarterly and I would invite like surprise guests and celebrities and musicians. Like I have friends that play for like Pink Floyd and Guns N' Roses and they will show up out of nowhere at the party, you know, and people are like, what the heck, you know? So I, I would do crazy stuff. You know, like if somebody ever pay me anything, I will 100x the amount. I will never hear it. Oh, I didn't get value from this, you know? So that was the past, right? So I would do. One funnel, right? Here's one funnel. You come in, you pay three grand or five grand. We're going to spend a whole day together. We're going to give you a million dollars worth of strategies that you're going to implement in your business. They'll be like, wow, this is so powerful that they would then, the next step would be they want to work with me one-on-one. No friction. The book, for free. I'll just give it away. Here's my book. People that will come my mastermind. The book is on Amazon right now. So people that buy the book, all the proceeds goes to causes that I support against hunger. But in my mastermind, I'll buy, you know, I'll buy hundreds of books and I just gives them away as I travel and I speak around the world, but I will make it no friction. Now with online, now what you can do, if you guys that are into masterminds and events, you can start doing secret uh, Zooms, secret events online, where you put a small group of people and you add massive value. Whether you are charging a small fee, you know, let's say a hundred dollars, and then you mind blow them with strategies and then a percentage of them, we want to work with you one-on-one. So, but I also highly recommend having a book because your book is also your business card. You probably heard about this before. Yeah. Book always recommended because a book is something that you can also leave a legacy. You know what I mean? Something that I always talk about. You've got to have your book. You know, if you die when you're no longer here, you leave something. I want people, when I'm dead and I'm no longer here, I want people to talk you know, about me like they talk about Napoleon Hill. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, man, this guy, Carlos, man, he always show up to blow up. Every time. He was enthusiasm, energy. You know, he helped save hundreds of millions of kids. You know, he showed up to blow up. He helped, you know, cause a dent in eliminating hunger and making poverty history. And I want people to talk about me about that stuff. You know, I'm just, I love echo upon the devil. And so I'm a big fan of books. I read books. I listen to books all the time. And uh, so highly recommend doing a book, keeping it simple, you know, get to the end. What's the end result? Is your thing, if it's a consulting, you want to consult for companies and for businesses, that's your highest ticket. Okay. How are you going to get there faster? You're going to do local events. Uh, you can do online events. You get people to work with you one-on-one. And then what you also do right now in times like this with the COVID, you also, you know, partner with companies. Start doing affiliate marketing, yep. like what I'm doing right now. I just become a person of value in the industry. So for you guys that are into books and you want to sell your book and you want to sell your courses, imagine right now I'm part of this project, right? At a massive value. All the influencers, all the biggest names in the industries, they're all there in, the, in this project adding value. And they see me adding this value. And they imagine now they're like, wow, Carlos is doing it. He got, he's helping bring in, driving thousands of traffic and adding value to this project. So now imagine if I would have a course and then, hey guys, by the way, I have this course. Could you do me a favor? Could you send an email out to your list? I'll give you 50% affiliate payout for you to email to your list. What do you think they would say? Yeah. They, would, they would help you. You see what I'm saying? But again, if you, I'm not going to ask. Normally people would offer because they see that you're adding so much value. Yeah. 
But my point is that always being a person of value, always give way more than what you are taking. And eventually, you will become well-known in your industry. Is it going to be overnight? No. We, I'm in this for the long game. It's in the, you got to be in it for the long game. You got to be in it to win it, baby. And that's something that I always tell people. You're going to, you know, it's not going to be easy. You're going to feel forward. You're going to feel fast. You're going to feel frequently. But we are in it for the long run. It's about any massive value, helping as many as people as possible. People will come to you. People, when you focus on adding value and getting people to achieve their goals, they will refer you. You get to a point where you don't even have to do advertising anymore. You know, you just get referrals. Your clients will be your biggest ones. They will refer you. Just ask. You call a client right now. Hey, could you refer me somebody? <laughs> Let's say if you don't have any clients. They will be your biggest advocate because they are grateful. Because you took them from zero to hero in no time, in the time where they were stuck. So they appreciate that. Nice. Now, if you're, for traditional business owners out there that are, uh, you know, looking to generate some revenue quick and, you know, maybe they want to need an extra hundred grand to make an acquisition or something or what, you know, whatever it is. Um, is there like one or two, maybe three things that you uh, would, would just say, look at these right away because these little tweaks probably would make the difference? That like the golf earlier. Yeah. Do you know what I uh one thing that I started talking about a lot of lately, Tess, was a lot of my clients uh right now they they're out there. I tell them go talk to local business owners Mm -hmm. and traditional business owners because you guys all have a waiting list and you all have an email list or you have a tech software list. And a lot of the businesses right now they suffer big time because of COVID. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I want you guys to think about how can you help add value to your existing email list, your existing tax list, by why not becoming a joint venture or do becoming an affiliate mm-hmm. to a project that can add value to your clients. Perfect. Yep. You know, whether it's, you know, let's say, you know, you, you, you do books, you know I mean? You go, look, I just launched this book. I would love for you guys to send an email to your, to your tribe. Hey guys, check it out this book, how to fill your cup during the pandemic. You know, some cool little title, you know, and then you give them a 50% affiliate payout. So now let's say they have a thousand people there and the book sells at 20 bucks, you know, and they sell it, you give them half of the cash. So, you know, another way is to do it. Like, for example, when I'm affiliate to this project, you go groove with carlos.com and then you get yourself a free affiliate. Now you become an affiliate to the project and now you go and you email your tribe, say, hey guys, Check it out, this free softwares for life. Yep. How do you guys, I, uh, you come up with a simple uh, uh, subject, simple question. Hey, are you tired to be paying for softwares that are band-aid and undependable? If so, check it out how I was able to save $10,000 a year in software bills. So then you can email that to your tribe and then a percentage going to look into it. A percentage you will upgrade that will help them generate. So I will focus on on doing joint ventures, whether with a book, with courses, with softwares, with things that are trending right now in the marketplace. Awesome. So that they can leverage because they have that list, they have that tax. So we use that list. Don't just go out of business. You know, it's a, I, I told all my clients around the world, go support your local businesses. Stay away from Amazon. Go talk to them. Go share with them all the affiliate marketings and the affiliate companies that we are partnering with right now. And go talk to them. They might like something. They might, if they're not into software, they might be into books. If they're not into books, maybe they're into a, a healthy device. Maybe they're into a bar or this new drink that somebody created. And all these companies, they all do affiliate marketing. Everything is negotiable, you yeah. know? 
it's, it's all about negotiating. Like, hey, what you got? You got a little little drink? You got something? That, okay, if I'm in a, a restaurant business, okay, how about offering this to my existing clients and then you call that CEO, all right, you give me 50% of all profits as an affiliate. I'll email my list. I'll text my list. Boom, boom. It's a win-win for everybody. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I find, and um, I, I'm, I'm obviously uh, big on LinkedIn. I, I, you know, I'm not quite to the 30,000, but almost to the max um, on there. And um, what I found is, um, you know, I do market my own stuff, but, but what I find is I keep meeting people that have different products. So I literally have a list of like 20 products that I have available that I can sell to somebody if, if I want to, you know. Um, so I'm talking to somebody and they say, yeah, wow, this pandemic and we're at, we're at, we're in a hotel. And I'm like, Hey, I know this guy, I know the CEO that owns this new product. That's a bed liner for cope to prevent COVID from getting into the bed padding or whatever, you know, and I can sell that or they, you know, they have a, you know, we're looking for investors and I'm like, Oh, I know some guys that do this or whatever, you know, and, and, you know, and they, you know, I, I investing is a little different because you can't directly do stuff, but, but, you know, but they'll buy a stake or whatever, but you know, there's, and, but the investors, they still give some investors. They still give you a percentage on the way how they structure their deals. Yeah. There are plenty of investment deals out there. But you're right; it's all about being creative, right? Yeah, but you just start talking to people, and 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 they mention this and that, and you just say, "Hey, if I, you know, refer somebody, would you mind uh, taking care of me?" And they're like, "Yeah." And then, you know, you make a little list, and then when you're talking to somebody else, and some that topic comes up, you're like, "Hey, that's on my list." Um, and it's it's just. Um, you're, you're going to do business anyway, and you're trying to get business for your own company. But if you hear of something else, you might as well, you know, I don't know, I figure I'm already on the phone with them. I might as well make a sale. <laughs> Some, oh, really? Tell them somebody. Yeah. Like, Great way to add value and you help somebody else. And there are, there's, there's other people, they're going to appreciate that because now you're becoming that person of value. You saw a product that you like, that you hear like the other day, I have this medical device that I was using. And I wasn't promoting to you. I had results. And then I, I almost had a heart attack the other day. So I had the health device on me doing a live show. So people were commenting, hey, what is that thing on you wrapped? And I was like, oh, I was like, yeah, this is this device that I'm using. And the device can tell. And I'm like, here, here's a link. So I, I went in and I put a link for them to go look into it. And a few people actually ended up getting it. But it wasn't the intent. I almost had a heart attack. And I needed the device to be on my body to help me, you know what I mean, with the, my health. And then, but it's not like, yeah, right and then and then i got my mind was like huh that's actually creative maybe next time i'll have the thing right here on my chest with the, you know and then so that's like yeah you guys like iron man or something like you that. know what i mean for real like iron man and i wire myself up and i'm like what the heck is that but uh, now because again now now it's entertaining now it's funny now i'm talking about it they like you know they they want to see me healthy they're like they want to know what are you using and you know when you become an influencer people like they ask you about stuff all the time hey who right. you who you use for this what do you recommend for that yep. you know and you, and you and you can do partnerships with these companies and even if you don't have a partnership still refer still help somebody become that person of value yeah yeah it's, it's interesting the the whole influencer marketing there's a website that i can't remember the name of it but basically tells you how much your posts are worth like um, based on your engagement, somehow they look at that and, and it's like, wow, you look up and it's like, wow, for every post I do, they say I should be getting paid, you know, X, you know, thousands of dollars per post, you know, it's, pre it's pretty interesting to, to, when you, because yeah, no, I'm just they, posting for free a lot of times, you know. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, but uh, so true, brother. It is so true, my brother. <laughs> well, uh, let's tell tell everybody again where to find you and um, maybe play some boombox music on the way out or something. And we'll. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, yes, you know, you guys can definitely, you know, let me get my boombox over here. You know, you guys know how we do it. You know, and as I always say, you know, a life is about contribution, not the acquisition. You guys can find me, can find me at Carlos Inspire, C-A-R-L-O-S-I-N-S-P-I-R-E. I'm also carlosinspire.com, Carlos Inspire uh, uh, on Instagram, you know, Facebook. So you can type my name, Carlos Cicada. And as I always say, let me get some music over here. As I always say, ladies and gentlemen, life is about contribution, <laughs> not acquisition. Nice. And, and mission, never the commission. And remember, if you are going through something difficult right now, the days that break you are the days that make you. Let's go. Big poverty history. <laughs> nice. I love it. Hey, where do we get your book, by the way? Say again? Where do we get your book? Oh, my book, you can get the book on uh, Amazon, on Apple. The book is on everywhere, on like uh, 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 libraries. It's, uh, it's a worldwide work like an immigrant. Great book, great read. And uh, uh, definitely read it and uh, read it to uh, anybody that's in need in your community. If you have like a neighborhood watch and uh, talk to people that run shelters. And uh, it's a great book to read and uh, a lot of wisdom and uh, strategies there to help a lot of people. Fantastic. Hey, thanks. Thanks again, uh, Carlos. I really appreciate it. Uh, it's been a fun, fun, fun show. Yes, sir. My pleasure, brother. Thank you, sir. God bless you. God bless your tribe. Everybody listening to us, have a blessed day. Thank you.